first birthday with us so yes. welcome we're so happy glad first you guys to you. happy first and for some of us uh, who've been here uh for <laughs> 22 uh wow um and uh yeah crazy yeah and we just want to say a warm welcome to everyone who's joining us today Amen. that has uh, come to know about us through the food truck that we have in yes. partnership with Carson Wentz's AO1 Foundation, Thy Kingdom Crumb. We had a food run yesterday, and a lot of you were saying, I just realized that this is where church meets, when church meets, physically, yeah. and I'll join you guys online. So we just wanted to say welcome to you. We're so, so happy that you've joined us over these many weeks now that we've been doing food runs. And even if you found us a different way, we want to say that this is Kyle. Hi, and I'm, Kyle. I'm Danielle. And I usually don't wear hats like this, but this is a fun hat. I did try to get like the most ridiculous hat, and uh, I feel like I kind of achieved it. You definitely achieved it. Yeah. Hey, you talk about TKC yesterday. Um, we were, uh, I, I happened to be able to be there, which was uh, so great. And I was putting um, uh, a, the, box. a box filled with lasagna and all sorts of great stuff in the trunk, and, I, and, and they had a Haddonfield football helmet in there. Oh, and uh, and I was like, I got I started getting all emotional because uh, for some of you uh, who may not know, uh, the church actually started there. That's where first, we we were. Service. Uh, well, Hadfield first service Haddonfield plays, plays with players, and then we went the next the next couple of years meeting at Haddonfield High School yeah. and uh, setting up, tearing down every week, climbing those outside steps in the winter. In all kinds of weather. Crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. And we're thankful that even though this is kind of <laughs> what church looks like at yeah. the moment. Uh, we're so thankful. First of all, I'm thankful that when we set up in here, we're not going up and downstairs. But it does remind me of God's faithfulness. Amen. God yeah, is faithful because that is what He is. He is yeah. faithfulness. It's true. So I'm so thankful that more and more people get to join us today on our birthday. And if you want to get to know a little bit more about who we are, there's a link there um, on whatever social media platform you're joining us on. And it'll tell you a little bit more about Connect and our heartbeat and, and who we are. And even though we're not yet meeting together physically, we are preparing a place for many oh, right now. Um, even in it looks our, so Yeah. We didn't it was so the, good. Today, today is a completely different type yeah, of morning. Yeah, completely different morning. So more than you know. <laughs> yeah. More than you know. So we didn't like uh, you know plan this part out, but do you want to give them a little bit of an update? Just yeah, so I mean, uh, you know, catch people up that just don't know. just so uh, for some for some of you who have been wondering and others who maybe wonder what we're talking about, uh, the Cherry Hill building um, that uh, that uh, we, where we meet for TKC the giveaway food um, is being totally renovated during this time since we can't be in there. Uh, during this pandemic season, we took the advantage of um, really redoing everything. Yeah. Um, and there's new kids' areas and new auditorium, sanctuary space, uh, and new parenting rooms and cafe places and new bathrooms. I, it's gonna, it's so beautiful. It's coming together so well. Shout out to Pastor D, who's just designing so much of it and bringing it all together. Who designed the set, by the way, today with all the balloons and did this craziness for 900 hours by herself um, while we were at TKC. So 
You know, guys, uh, can I really encourage you? Um, just continue to, to pray for it. Yes. Continue to pray in advance for the miracles yes, that are yes, going to be yes. there. We're not doing it because we need. We just want a new cool building. We're actually building it because we know when we actually get back to be in person, um, we believe there's a new season. There's a new breath yeah. of God. There's there. We're, we're, we're doing all this with your friends and your coworkers, uh, mm-hmm. your family members in mind, your kids. Um, and Pastor Lisa and Pastor Kevin are already doing such a great job with yes. kids. Like we're setting them up for even a bigger win. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So just, just we're celebrating that today as well. Yeah, and we we were there obviously this week, and it's it's crazy to explain through a lens what you see when you walk into that place. But um, it's more like Kyle said, it's more than just decor and all that stuff. That stuff's fun. Um, but that's not, it doesn't have meaning to it completely if you don't have a heartbeat behind it. And I know that when we uh, gather together, many of us for the first time, many of us yes. after yep. a long time, yep. it's going to be a space that represents um, a new breath on the church. It's going to not just look different, but it's going to be set up different because, you know, through this type of thing, you become different. Yes. Um, and hopefully you become different in a better way. Some of the things that have been, been being purged out of all of us, like, oh, that was kind of ugly, and I didn't know that that was a part of Correct. who I am. And Correct. you know, you're trying to purge some things out of you, but at the end of that, there is beauty for ashes. And I think that when we when we come into that new space, um, it's going to represent uh, a lot of new beings and a lot yeah. of new understanding of who Jesus is. And so we're just excited. But we'll, yeah, we I, just I, wanted to bring you up to speed on that. I just really want to encourage you with that because um, you know, the the last whenever God does something new, He he, he very rarely brings people back into old places in, in, in a new way. Um, you know, when, uh, when he brings the children of God out of Egypt, he brings them into the promise that's something new, something mm-hmm. beautiful. Uh, when, uh, when, when, when... Yeah, thank God they didn't wander 40 years and end up back. Yeah, exactly. In back in Egypt. <laughs> just, just a better place just in Egypt. Just a better place in Egypt. You know, and I, I want to encourage us because... You know, we firmly believe that God is birthing something new and has been birthing Amen. something new in this season. So yeah. we're, we're not looking for just being able to, well, whew, I'm yeah, so glad this time that we're uh, online is over. No, mm-hmm. no, we're looking to step back in to something beautiful because God brings you from glory to glory to glory. God, God continues to bring new wine, come on, into new wine skins. And so uh, we're not looking just to have a new building in the same old church, and we're not looking to have a new church in, an, in the same old building. Yeah. Uh, we, we see this as really a collision of, uh, of kingdom concepts of what God wants to do, uh, both spiritual and in the natural. So I'm excited. Yeah. I really yeah. am. Me too. Me too. Well, yep. Yeah, so, well, look, today's going to be a different day, um, and, and uh, on, on our birthday, we, did, uh, we decided to do a different message for a different day, uh, and uh, today, uh, Pastor D and I, we're just actually going to ask each other a couple of questions, um, uh, any question, right, and this was Pastor D's idea. It was great until just now. Yeah, <laughs> not for me, for her. It was a great idea. She's like, look, and, and we don't know what questions. So we didn't go through these questions. Now, some of our social media team, they have the questions that we're going to ask each other so that they'll be on the screens. Yes. But I don't know what she's going to ask me. And I don't know what you're going to ask You're right. Me. You don't. No, no. So, so, so she's <laughs> like, so it's like, let me just lay it out for this. We actually are going to talk about things that are spiritual today. Yeah. You know, the Bible says in, 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 um, in Proverbs 13, 30, it says, you know, those who walk with the wise grow wise. And the thing that I know, Dee, is that over the years, you and I have had the opportunity to 
a walk with a lot of wise people, both For people sure. who are, who kind of oversaw our life yeah. and then people who have been walking with us That's in this right. journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've, we, we've had the benefit of listening to their, their stories, listening to what God has done. I think, True. you know, the, the Bible says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb, right? So that's already done. And the word of testimony that when we listen to testimonies of what God has done, it reminds me that God is faithful. It reminds yes. me that God is gracious. It reminds me that God loves me. It reminds me that no storm is too powerful. Mm-hmm. It reminds me, you know, we talked about um, plays and players, right? This little theater. Yeah. And there was 32 people there on first Sunday. But and it reminds me that it, it's not, you know, don't despise small beginnings. Yes. Um, and, you know, Jesus was born in a manger, right? Don't despise small beginnings. Um, so I, there's just so much that happens. So you know, I, wait, yep. when you were talking about how stories, other people's stories encourage us, I was thinking back on that last night, actually, um, not even in connection with this, but I was thinking about, um, one of my friend's testimonies, um, such a, such a life changing type of testimony. And I think that what we want to make sure that you walk with today is not seeing, oh, God was faithful to them. Yes, correct. God is God is faithful. So the common denominator there, the common thread, is God. So his faithfulness belongs to him. So he gives it out to his kids. So just remember that. that, You know, I mean, I like I have no idea what you're going to ask. No. So she's this is a great idea. She's like, hey, look, like we're not going to be. I'm just letting you know. She's like, you're not allowed to ask me like amillennialism, premillennialism, the (laughs) doctrine of. You can't ask me anything that has happened or will happen. So no history questions. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So, I mean, what we're going to talk about today is things that actually spiritual principles, spiritual things that we've encountered with Jesus throughout those years um, and that have, mm-hmm. have, have, have helped us. Um, and my questions for yeah. you are, some of them have to do, are centered around um, even, you know, how, who you've come to be as this post-mid-pandemic mm. situation. But I don't actually know the answers to what you're going to ask. So, like, I don't know how yeah, you're going to Yeah, I know mind. you're not trying to set me up for things that you're, yeah. Well, not that either. <laughs> no, I just mean, like, these are questions I actually have that I don't know how you'll answer. Oh, cool. So, it, for me, it'll That's be, not terrifying. <laughs> yeah. All but right, no, so, look, no... we, have, we have not decided who's going first. So, rock, paper, scissors for first. Come on, what question are they? One, two, three. Oh. oh, yeah! Wait, no, we didn't yep. do it right. Yeah! Yeah, wait! Yeah, oh, yes, yeah, 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 paper. I'm sorry. When so, you do that, just teach me. Because it's, again, a sports Rocks. One, two, two Oh, three. that's what you're saying. No, Rock, I did that. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. No, but you did it on the third, no, didn't you? No, no, and if I did... Roll you, the tape! No, wait, wait. Then you had the chance to actually oh, see I, that I did scissors yeah, and do rocks. Yeah, be strategic? Yeah, yeah, I was trying to remember the well, two I'm motions not, of you, the hand. You have to answer first. That's all that I know. Oh, that's all I know is that oh. I won and she has to answer first. Come on, somebody say amen. Glory, hallelujah. I just understand all right. that um, I'm coming back at you hard. No, 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 listen. listen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lob a softball one at you first, okay? Again, sports. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> just make me sing a melody. There, the music. All right. Uh, and and um, you love worship. And it's probably one of the things that I love most about mm-hmm. you. Like, I love coming in the house and you're worshiping. I love, um, you know, listening. I'll be downstairs and you'll be upstairs doing something, listening to to worship. And worship isn't something you just do on a Sunday. Some, some, some many people may not know that you led worship here for eons, like uh, uh, forever. Um, so, but help us understand kind of the heartbeat of worship um, and why it's so powerful for you. 
Um, and how, how... The heartbeat of worship, that's an easy one. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> through, through self-bondage. And we're and like, then, you know, like, you only have a couple how, minutes. How do, how do we build a lifestyle of it, Because you build a lifestyle of worship. Mm. Well, I remember that for a long period of time, I remember having a season where I actually didn't even have the strength to sing. So I would be in worship and I would listen to worship, but like I didn't even have sound that came out of me. And I remember feeling like, oh, I'm just happy I showed up. And then at one point I realized that because God is so beautiful and so giving and so generous that even when we worship him he finds a way to come close to us right in our worship it's usually just us giving him glory but God finds a way to come closer to us as we do that you know it's kind of like coming to a birthday and someone giving us their gifts Um, and so I realized after a certain period of time that even being in the atmosphere of worship um, wasn't enough for my soul, mm. let alone my spirit. Yeah, it wasn't so enough good. for my human mind, my human thoughts. It wasn't enough for my will to become aligned with His. It it wasn't enough for my heartbeat to beat according to His heartbeat and His emotions. And um, I had to start finding a way to open my mouth. Maybe for the first time for some of you, but for me it was once again. Um, and singing um, a different story. Right, you sing along to the radio. Yep. You're singing a story. You're singing. Um, it's funny the things. If you ever listen to what you're singing to along with like current music, it's so fun. And I love innovative music and all the rest of it. But it is you are kind of retelling someone's story, yeah, and sure. then it can kind of yeah. go dark a lot of times because you know music can it tells a real story and it can just be the human side of it. Correct. But when you when you open no your redemption. mouth and you start to tell the story yeah. um, of God through your worship there's joy there and there's peace there but there's also hope there and so when I in my toughest seasons when I'm singing around here it's usually because I realize that something else has been getting glory from me so I have to change that atmosphere inside of myself Wow. Um, because I yeah. forgot who is the one who is supposed to receive glory uh, you, you know it's so easy yes. to give a situation yes. A glory, um, give sadness a glory, um, give hopelessness glory, yeah, yeah. believe it or not, and give it your story and give it your words. And so when I worship, um, I have to remind myself that this is for His glory, and, and God and His goodness always comes near as just a byproduct of the overflow of who, who, he, who he is. Yeah, I mean, David reminds us, right? Bless the Lord, on my soul, he, and, forget, and, 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 and bless His holy name. Yeah. There's this. We have to be reminded, don't don't we? It's sometimes yep. to to our souls need to be reminded. You said you skipped by it, but um, you said given hopelessness your glory, but mm-hmm. then you said given hopelessness your story. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I want to really encourage uh, our, our church today. Um, there's only one person that has the right who purchased. Like, mm-hmm. You know, like when you when you per, when when Disney mm-hmm. purchases the rights to a movie, right? Yeah. You know all the classic Disney movies that we love. They were they came from stories, yeah. right? And but you had to you have to yeah. purchase the rights, right. and uh, and Jesus purchased the rights to your story. Hopelessness didn't, pain yeah. didn't, disillusionment didn't, offense didn't, um, you know, all, sickness didn't. None of those purchased the right to your story. 
Um, and that's what worship, I think, do, does help change. That's yeah. what you've, you've helped me to learn, mm-hmm. is that in the midst of it, worship's not just a weapon, right? Because sometimes we talk yeah. about worship's a weapon. And it is. Worship tears down strongholds and all those things. We know that. But worship actually brings, is a, is a conduit that helps his story, what he brought, who he yeah. is, his story, into my life, yeah. into my story. So, yeah, because our humanity powerful. so often even turns worship into uh, about a story about yeah, us yeah. like we still that's why it's our tool our weapon yeah and it's and, and those things are true because that is true of how god blesses his kids even when they attempt to bless him correct but it's not the purpose the purpose is glory the purpose is to give Absolutely. glory so all right you ready <sighs> oh, man, i was trying to i was trying to i was trying to stress that out a little bit <laughs> okay I'm going to go to this one. What wow. scripture or God concept? John 3.16. You're so uncomfortable, and I love <laughs> every minute of it. I love it. I'm going to take real long to ask right, the question go, go, go. just yep, to scare you. Yep. What scripture or God concept did you used to process differently pre-pandemic that you now have a different understanding of mid-pandemic? What is a scripture or a God concept that you kind of thought – I get it. I understand it. Or you, or you had a certain belief system, but that, you know, this pandemic has done a lot of spiritual purging in all of us. And yeah. did you approach it scripture totally differently? Or did you think one thing, I thought I had this and now God didn't just have to t- re, you didn't have to relearn something. You had to yeah. learn something maybe for the I think first I, time. I w- I'm going to say two things. Cause one is a kind of, one's a, a, a church dynamic. And okay. I think one is maybe a more of a personal, personal. dynamic. Um, but I, I would say, uh, I would say the, the church dynamic is um, making disciples. You know, um, and I know that sounds generic, like Jesus calls us to, to make disciples. But I think so much of what I thought we were doing at church was mm-hmm. actually making disciples. And I think at church, what we were doing was informing people, inspiring people edifying people, giving a people a place to serve. And all that is part of yeah. kingdom life. Um, but I, I, I've realized, I think, D, that um, in this time, um, you know, discipleship, uh, disciples go after something. Um, students wait for something to be brought to them. Excellent. And I think, I think in church we were very happy to have people, you know, build a build a community where people needed us to bring things to them all the time. Um, but in this in this mm-hmm. moment, in this season, um, you know, disciples run after something. So Jesus said, uh, "If you want to be my disciple, you must come and follow me." There's this pursuit apps aspect. And I think um, in this environment, um, what, it's, what, it, what it's shown me is that a lot of times I think we, we at Connect created a really good environment for people to encounter Jesus. But, we, um, but what we really need to do is help people to spark a flame, mm-hmm. to fan the flame of passion for Jesus, mm-hmm. that regardless of wherever they are, whatever they're going through, that they're going to run after him with everything. Yeah. There's been a stripping away, right? Oh my so gosh. You, you see how little you need to offer in, in um, right now, and yet still offer 
something that is the only thing people can't live without, right? Yeah, totally. So it's funny that there was, there was add-ons into service and community life in person that weren't all bad or anything like yeah, that. Correct. And some of them will be part of community when we get to gather again. Yes. But some of those things that had too much weight, we have been able to continue to feed people without. 100%. And it causes you to say like, oh, is it okay if I'm just, I'm, am I just surviving? Or was that absorbing so much of my strength and yes. my focus yeah. and my energy that God is showing me that it's turning that ship won't need we won't need to do all of that the same yeah and it helps you know i think the difference is people who love church aren't always passionate about jesus but people who are passionate about jesus will always love church oh say it again so uh this and, is a life lesson for me a hundred percent and i think i think so early on uh and not early on you know up until really recently um we were i was so busy trying to build church um, and people love church that we were building, yeah. um, but you know life comes in and hits you all the all over the place. And if you're not really connected to the rock, like yes. passionate about the rock, you're yes. out the door. And that 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 hits us so often over the 22 years. Thousands of yes. people have come and gone, yeah. and it's and and it's not because they just you know because church has always changed. A lot of times yeah. it's that we help them love church. And yeah. didn't always get them to love Jesus and then complain that we, mm. you know, Jesus doesn't want fans. He wants followers, right? right? But actually, in part of this, we are reinforcing the fandom of God yeah. um, and uh, rather than the, the fire and the, to be a follower of Jesus. Um, but I will always say, guys, it, it, look, I love that you love church and, and that's fantastic. But uh, this is what's happening in the midst of all this. Church has been taken away from hundreds of thousands, millions mm. of people uh, across our nation. And people who were fans of the excitement, the environment, the style, it's all been stripped down. Yeah. And now the question is, but, but really, are you passionate about Jesus? And that's a question even I had to answer. Mm -hmm. um, so is it just I got up on a Sunday morning being excited right. about right. going to church? Or was yeah. I excited to love Jesus with, with people? Yeah. All right. What about the personal side? And yeah. Make it a little bit really, really. Sh I'm easy. Uh, you know, the probably the greatest thing is uh, realizing where I where I've been um, racially. Hmm. Um, wow. And that believing that my whole life because I grew up right. You know, right, with right, 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 right. Um, You know, a mixed group of friends. Grew up in a locker room with, yeah. you know, mixed cultures. Uh, passionate about building in, uh, in a multi ethnic, multicultural church. Mm -hmm. That I was inclusive, and um, I think the the reality is uh, much different. Yeah. That I, that I, that it, it took me to the the core of who I am, and said it's not enough not just to not be racist, but have to be anti racist. It's not enough for me to be just inclusive when my culture be, is the foundational culture mm. that I'm asking people to come into. Yes. Um, but really learning to celebrate the diversity of uh, of humanity. Um, in in their own in, in, in their own culture, yeah. um, while while sticking to kingdom culture as being yeah. foundational, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, I think for me the, that that that's wrecking me. So yeah. you know the truth is, church, when when you're seeing you, and some of the changes you'll see when you come back to to that's the right. building, some of that is about hey, we've recognized the way we've done church is mm -hmm. very much our culture that has included other cultures. By embracing them mm -hmm. with right. open arms into our culture, 
Um, and I know pastors were famous for saying, I know, but it's all kingdom culture. No, it's really not. Mm-hmm. A lot of what we have is American white, white culture. That, white that, that there is kingdom principles yeah. in there, but... But I've been I've been I've been um, I've it's been wrecked true. by that, yeah. and uh, and and it's caused me to have so much more compassion yes. um, for things. So, all right. Question number two for you. I like the other part better. I like when I'm asking. <laughs> all right. Um, uh, the so often you you've talked about the gift of pain, um, and what would you say to people, especially in this season, to help them navigate? through pain what have you learned in this season the same thing because there's pain like let's be honest there's pain in the season mm-hmm. um uh, and people are trying to navigate it right now yeah um i think that uh the first thing that i've started to str- maybe struggle with the most is that in life right now, a lot of the things that mask going completely through a wound, a disappointment, an offense, a lot of the things that used to make that a little bit easier have been taken away. So like we don't have, say you're usually really excited to go on a vacation. Or say you're really no. usually ex- excited for tons of excursions or you know weekend adventures or you know the possibility of uh, like high promotion yep. I'm just trying to think of things that kind of like people are just trying to get by right now right so the things that used to cause us to be distracted have been taken away so um, I think that what I've realized for a lot of people is that the pains that they're going through right now in the middle of even the, our racial implosion, our pandemic scenario, our, um, our election scenarios, is that the pain is amplified because there's nothing else in life to absorb yes, it. Yes, correct. They can't become distracted by the things that get them excited, yes, right? Yes, correct. This is what I'm just, me, myself, learning the and distraction absorbing. or refreshment. Yeah, yeah so yep, there's yep. no reprieve. Correct. Right, so yeah. before, yep. you know, you could, you could purpose to get lost in something, even if it's in, you know, um, a, a show. Or whatever, and even yeah. now there's like shows that can't be in production. There's, a, right, there's right, like exactly, everything exactly, is exactly. like a ripple effect, you know. Um, so I think that what I would encourage people to do is not believe that you are who you know you're not. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, really I always say to Kyle, you know, we, we can't uh, don't think you are who you know you're not. Um, and so, like, if you are a person right now during this scenario that's dealing with offense, whether it's a disappointment in your career, whether it's a disappointment with your friends over racial tensions, if you're disappointed or offended with people over how you've learned their politics role, if you're offended with people in the season because you don't feel like they've been present for you, if you're offended with people because they've abandoned you, yes. or whatever the scenario is, you whatever that offense is, don't tell yourself that you're not. Because the part of the gift of pain is to help locate you. And God, he, he turns all things and he works all things together Come for on. his good. So even in this, we have to find that there is goodness in this. So even if you're like, wow, you know, normally I could pull myself up by my own bootstraps. Yep. I could um, get distracted in this addiction. I could do this and that and the other thing. And right now there's just no opportunity for that. 
that see that as God's gift and his goodness in this because he's giving you an opportunity to get to roots of things once and for all so that when you do come through this pandemic you are a different person but a different person for good yes not just because things have changed so it has changed you that's not growth that's the residue of offense living in an offended life means I'm just I'm just um, I have a chip on my shoulder now. Yep. You know, you you walk by somebody and you're like, smell like smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah justified yeah. offense. So I think that the, one of the gifts of this time frame in regards to pain that I have learned is to just be willing to sit with something that's ugly inside of me, even if it doesn't get taken care of in one prayer moment with God. Yeah. Like, wow, that's still a problem. Wow, that's yes. still a thing, God. And what is it connected to? And even if, if you want me to know what it's connected to, show it to me, God, because I want to be open to your healing. Absolutely. But if it's not necessary, then I just pray that I would be open to your obedience. Yeah, I, you know, I, I just want to encourage you because these taught me so much through all this. Um, and I'll, if, you're, if you're struggling with something today like that, uh, or the, the fire of this, you said you smell like smoke. One of my favorite stories is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yeah. And they're, they're in the middle of this fire that's seven times hotter, right? It's, it's, yep. it's beyond measure hot. Yep. And, uh, but they let, the, they let the fourth man come into the fire. They let Jesus into the fire with them. And when they come out, mm -hmm. they come out free and they come out without smelling like smoke. And you, it's, it, this is what I love. It does not say that they were not in the fire. Mm -hmm. No, they were in the fire. Like they, they, they were in the fire. They had the potential to be burned and pain. Yep and everything else but they let the fourth man come into the fire and they and and that's let the fourth man come into this fire that's how freedom is that's how that's how you get rid of the smoke smell um it's not it's not coming out of the fire and saying yep i made it through with just some burns see i've been burned this is why i am the way that i am i've been burned no you we gotta let the fourth man be in the fire with us mm -hmm. um and i and, and sometimes i look i gotta preach that to myself because Disappointment is one of those things, um, you know, for me, uh, I was saying to team this week, you know, not, it's 22 years and there's been so many victories and yet there's, there's still some, so many disappointments. Well, let me coming. ask you a question along no, the way. No, 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 let's move on. You are the most optimistic and joyful person in my world. <laughs> yet, which is the daggone truth, yet, even you have been challenged with yeah. disappointment and grief during this season. And just like you said, coming up on 22 years, you take you take account. Yeah, you take an inventory. What is something that God has been teaching you about joy since it always came so naturally to you in the past? Um, I think I think that's a great question. Um, I think in my pain of disappointment, um, in in the pain of uh, being discouraged, I think sometimes when um, yeah. you know when dreams don't look like you would hope they look like or life doesn't look like you hoped that they would look like. Um, I think a lot of my, uh, I, I think the difference was, is, is the difference between happiness and joy. Um, and I always, I'm a person that always looks forward to things. Yes. Right? So I look forward to yes. our time away, or yes. I look forward to yes. the build, or I look forward to the church birthday. I look forward right. to, and that there's so much, that's who I am. So there's so much excitement about mm -hmm. those things. So as long as there's something ahead to look yeah. forward to, I, that yeah. that helps me to to be optimistic right. and excited. And in this every day looking at the Groundhog Day, every day being the same, 
um, not being able to be out with people, which has been really hard yeah. for me. Uh, not being able to meet in church uh, inside yeah. a building really hard. Um, I've, I've, I've had to come back to really wrestling with myself and Jesus about was I, um, is my, am I optimistic because I'm happy? Right, really or, good. Or am I joyful because I have a relationship? Without the fuel. Without it, yeah. Without the fuel. Totally, and, and mm-hmm. ripping that down to yeah. its, its basis being and be able to say, you know, I've been, we've been teaching in Forged, and Paul says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice, and I'm like, shut up, Paul. Right? Yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Don't you sometimes want to be like, just shut up, yeah. Paul? Like, and then you want to do this. This is what I would do. Like, uh, easy for you to say. You're yeah. an apostle. <laughs> While he's in prison, by the way, he's writing this. Um, and then I, and then I start to say, well, man, why is he? How can he be? What is he talking about? And, and, and it gets back to this. Everything, everything that would steal my joy reveals to me a space between myself and Jesus. Everything, so this is what I'm learning. It doesn't mean I've conquered it all or or even submitted to it all, but everything that robs my joy, takes my joy, um, is, is, is a space between myself and Jesus because in him, the Bible says, is fullness of joy. Um, and so it's a revealer. It's a revealer of how much I rely on myself and how much I rely on others and elements. Yeah. And here's the thing, D. And I, let me just say this. The thing, and this is what I, I, I need us to, so I, we don't clean it up. The things that were I was looking forward to, they're all good. Yeah, so right. it's like I'm not looking right. to do, have bad yes. things or sinful yes, things yes, fill yeah, me yeah, up, yeah, right? Yeah. But that's where we have to recognize that even, even good things can be sinful. Not because the action itself is sinful, but because of what the weight and the value we give that thing in our mm-hmm. life to produce something that only Jesus can produce. Mm-hmm. So even mm-hmm. uh, uh, even our, uh, our, our, our wanting to be back together at church can be um, sinful. Not that church is sinful. Not that the gathering back together is. It's what yeah. it. It's well, what it's. it's it's also the, the why. The value, the why, it's the value. The why. Yeah, because of course. We've been talking a lot about that lately that um, we it's hard to say it, but sometimes what we want is a good thing and a God thing. But why we want it yeah. can still be sin. Yep. Because it's filling a void or it's covering something or it's distracting us because yep. we can be distracted by the most godly of things. So I think that that's a I think it's it's a it's a brave thing to actually be able to talk about in your trusted groups because we sometimes take credit um, for our dis- We'll cover the disappointment because we take credit for what. I, but I only, I'm only desiring something good. Good, right? And it's like, but am I desiring something God? Because I, you know, when you're talking about becoming a disciple, and I know you gotta yeah. ask, but um, it's kind of like, you know, you can you can desire church, which is great. The God I thing is his right. right? But if we're not desiring to be with Him then we may chase an experience Correct. versus being content with sitting with him Correct. and hearing what the Father is wanting to extract from us so that we reflect more of him and less of maybe even a church person versus a disciple person. But again, yeah, no, indeed, that's why, that's why it's so dangerous when we're in church and church changes. Because when, we, when we're in love with the experience. Identify the experience. Yeah, huh? when, yeah. The, when the experience is the thing that made church good. Yes. Rather than yes. rather than yep. how Jesus is being connected to in that service and community, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's yeah. and and especially in today today's world because you can be 
you, you know, through the internet, you get connected to sure. any church sure. you want anywhere yeah. around the world. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's good and bad with that. Um, okay. Um, with this world, you know, with this world set on pursuing happiness, since we're talking about this, since the world's pursuing happiness, um, so much D, why are you so convicted towards holiness and what has this season helped teach you? Um, and especially the last 22 years, maybe teach you about why being convicted to holiness is actually so important. Well, 12 years ago, I was standing in the middle of a room, and I've shared this with our church many times because it, it helps give context and explanation to where the passion comes from because it's, it's not just something I'm personally convicted yeah. about or it's not just one of the scriptures um, that speaks to me, but I, I, it was one of the very few times I, I mean, I didn't hear God's audible voice, but you would think how, because of how he has had me carry it yes. through the last 12 years that I did. Um, and I just remember I was standing in the middle of a room and I said to God, do you have anything to say to me for our church? And as, I mean, I literally finished saying the word church and I, in every part of my being heard God say, be holy for the Lord your God is holy. And it has changed the trajectory of how I function as a yeah, person, as totally. a disciple. Absolutely. And and then because we are the at the front of the line of leading people at Connect, it has changed the place from which I share, the place from which I prepare, the place from which I bring focus. Yeah. Um, there's no compromise in that. There's no compromise, and uh, or when you realize there's compromise dealing with it swiftly versus making excuses for it or making room for it. Um, and I, I, I'm, I'm part of my makeup is, uh, a, I have very strong justice thing. <laughs> um, but what I've realized is that's a portion I think of a gift of a prophet. Yeah. And since I carry, um, that it is a part that God, I think had to give me so that I would, Personally, I'm talking about personally be convicted towards the things of holiness yes. because otherwise you're just pontificating and you're not really living that. And yep. also you can then teach people the law. So what I mean is that when we're talking, mm -hmm. when I talk to people about being holy, I'm not talking to them about being an awesome Christian. Yes. Because so that what would, are you talking about? Yeah, because people would then ask me, well, the do's and the don'ts. And right. that comes back to law. Um, and there's so many people that live their lives like that, but they're not uh, even, they wouldn't even claim to be followers of yeah, Christ, correct. right? There's people, people that live extreme, exactly. That would be a great moral life, yeah. a great ethical life. Um, but when I say about living holy, it is living in light, hmm. putting everything out in front of him that he can have um, say over. Uh, even I mean everything down to your innermost thoughts to your your outward how you how you take in the world um, I you know last week we, my, my family we were all talking and I had to decide with my um, my personal social media right yep. that I stopped following everyone except for our family in the church and I did that because there were too many access points 
into my heart yes. Yes. that were causing me to be distracted. And when you're distracted, it's so easy to begin to live in shadow. Yes. And I'm just talking about like in your mind, Correct. especially Correct. right now, like things can have a particular darkness to them. And it, from anything from what you take in, like what you watch, what you yep. let into your mind to, you know, any kind of issue that you have with addiction, um, the entertainment space of that inside of you yes. can get larger and larger. And then all of a sudden you're like, you know, it's so funny because we, our home is built 1771. So everything is a little room, right? And, and now the concept is, is great rooms, right? Every yep. op all open space concept. And it's so funny because one day it'll swing. Um, it always swings, <laughs> yeah, of right? Course, of course. But it's so funny because in a little room you can only fit so much. But when you the greater the space, it seems so wonderful and beautiful. But there's so much area yeah, good, for anything other than God to good. occupy. And you begin an entertainment. You have entertaining yep. space. And I realized that what I was taking in was actually warring against what I wanted, which was to be able to be focused on being who he, not who he wants me to be, but, but being a reflection of who he is. And you just have to have all that on the, on the table. Absolutely. Right. We, nothing, nothing for us is not on the table. And that is a very big statement. But it's not our standard. We have to come back to the standard of, yeah. of who Jesus is. Seek first the kingdom of God. Yeah. Seek first, be holy but that's as what it I am like. holy. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when right. I'm talking to someone and they're struggling with something, I tell them, you may have been one of the people that have said, like, thrust that into the light. Yeah. Because it's trying to find nooks and crannies yes, inside of your soul to be allowed to be maintained. You know, how you um, de decompress from work. Yes. Is that on the table? Correct. Something as small as Correct. that. But, like, you can keep it when you, when, when, when people cannot go into that and talk to you about that. If, you, if some yeah. people are loving your life and they're saying like, hey, I'm picking up on this. I'm noticing that. Is this a problem? Is this an yes. issue? Whatever, whatever. If you are protecting it too much, it's in shadow. You're keeping Absolutely. it in those nooks and crannies. And it does. And God's holiness to bring rest restoration does not have access to it. Yes. And yeah, my justice part of me is a fire behind it but i'll tell you what when life is hard justice is not going to make that decision for you only love yeah. that's for god it says because i know that if conviction i don't live my life yep. with this conviction towards yep. holiness i'm gonna hurt you yep can i just say to guys that the <clears throat> the what comes out of that uncomfortable conversation you may need to have um, no matter how difficult or how damaging that conversation will, will be, uh, contains much less damage, uh, in, both mm. uh, in the short term and in the long term and in eternity, than than keeping it hidden. Mm -hmm. So I, I just need I, I, look. This is a lot of years of experience, personally, yeah. uh, uh, co corporately, pastorally. Yeah. The the having that uncomfortable conversation, and no matter how much friction, hurt momentary pain that you're going to experience that you're going to go through and sometimes that they're, they're extremely painful it is the damage that is caused by that it will be exceedingly less yeah. than keeping it in the shadows yeah. um for you your family your children your your life yeah so i have something yeah. on me to say I, I don't know why but i just feel like 
it's such it might seem so random but i'm feeling such a weighted compassion for anyone struggling with alcohol mm. um and not being afraid to call it alcoholism and not being shamed Absolutely. to say i i think i could be an alcoholic i don't know why yeah. that keep, it just it keeps being impressed upon me you know that's something that keeps things in shadow is shame yes and it's manufactured by the enemy and I think that when we begin to pick up on the, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, the, the seeds of regret, God can utilize them towards beautiful conviction. But Absolutely. the enemy usually gets too quick of an access to them. He turns shame. them into condemnation. Mm -hmm. And so we live under shame and that breeds the, the addiction. So I just wanted to say that if you are struggling with alcohol, reach out to us. If you're in Forged, Reach out to someone that is in your forged group. If you're in shoulder to shoulder, reach out to someone there. Begin to speak it. Yes. Say, I have shame about this, and I'm even going to probably struggle to hear anything you have to say about it, but I need to speak it out into the, into the actual air. Um, I, needed to, I need to actually speak this because God says there's choice before us. There's death and there's life, and he says to choose life. And sometimes what we have to be willing to do is state into the real world that there is death occupying our life. 100%. And just, I just, I just pray that there's word. people that get to hear this right now and that you can sense how we are bringing this to you, that there is no shame, that there's actually quite a lot of joy Correct. that's stirred in my heart of compassion right now because that's giving something God to work with. All right, I'm going to ask you our last question. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so my last question for I you. I have so many more good questions for you. <laughs> well, I think we, if, if they like this, we're going to do it again. Okay. I think that it, it helps you to not just get to know us, but it does, but it also helps to kind of hear what the word looks like yeah. on top of real well, and, and I was just going to say, that's actually what wisdom is. You know, yes. We talked about those who walk with the wise grow wise. Wisdom is, is in, knowledge is mm -hmm. under, uh, knowing the word of God. Wisdom is knowing how to apply the word of God into life circumstance. And so I think a lot of times we can, the way that we learn wisdom yeah. is when we listen to yes. the, these, the, how the word has been applied. Yeah, you yeah, always know absolutely. there's certain people in our lives where we'll say, just wish they would just talk. Yes. Like, I don't need to say, just talk, and yeah. I'm, I'm going to learn. All right, so when you look back at the last 27 plus years of ministry that we've done together, because you've done a lot more, mm. but of ministry that we've done together, I'm sure you're like me, and you have highlight, a highlights reel. And it plays all highs and lows of your life as a disciple and as a pastor. In one sentence, what would you hope could be said about the man that you have become up until now? Perfect pilgrim. Who will never quit on the journey. Okay. Well done. Good and Because <laughs> no, I don't feel that way, D. I just. I know. But that is. I think there's are. times that we. Sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, I think because, and you know me, I think so much of my life is uh, judged off of <clears throat> accomplishments. Mm -hmm. And, um, <clears throat> you know, when you're raised the way that I'm raised and have mentality the way that I have mentality, mm -hmm. um, you know, you have goals and you have achievements and you have things, and that's how you live your life to get those. And mm -hmm. 
um, I think probably one of the greatest detriments of my life is early success. Um, because, uh, you know, success covers up a lot of, uh, failures, a lot of, uh, things about brokenness. Um, and companies know this, right? Cause you, you can have all sorts of success and they don't mm -hmm. see the cracks in the, yes. in the, in the company until you, yep. they, those cracks start yeah. causing the success right. to be undermined. And, um, and I relied on my gifting much more than I ever relied on my gifter. And because my gifter has gifted me so powerfully, um, it can produce things on my own and yeah. in my own intelligence and in my own yes. personality, um, yeah, really. in my own force of being. And again, all, I'm not talking, I'm talking yeah. about good things, right? Yeah. Church and mission yeah. trips and right. you and I had a, come to Jesus a little bit ago about how much, like I looked at, I've done over, you know, 60 mission trips around the world and been on every continent and helped. So almost every kind of, not Antarctica, Peng, <laughs> penguins can take care of themselves. Um, but at the end of it, I had to sit back and like, man, did I just enjoy going to these places? Cause I like going to these places in the name of Jesus. Right. Now it doesn't diminish what was done. Right. It's mm -hmm. talking about inside of me when mm -hmm. Jesus said, I, Depart from me. I, I, I know. I didn't know you. You you did all these things, but but not but not for me. Um, and I think that's the danger: getting to the end of this road and realizing I did so much without him. Mm -hmm. I did so much for him. For him. Um, and so much without him, and I took so much credit from him, even though I was saying I was giving all the credit right. to him. Um, I realized that I'm just, I have, I have valued my life on the wrong set of, uh, of, of principles. All those things were good, but there was only one principle that mattered. And it was him. But thank God we're learning it now. Him. You know, you can be 27 years into ministry and there's always another entire person to peel off of yourself yeah. and get and get more pure to live to, to when you know different, may, by the grace of God, maybe it, do different. It's why we're doing church. It's, it's, it's why church, look, Dee and I are the same people from the outside. We're, we're, we are, we believe uh, in the fa in, 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 in who Jesus is and what the church is all about but we we're, when we come back we are going to do church differently um, that doesn't mean that we're going to sing hymns instead of you know and doesn't mean that we're going to go back to wearing suits that's how I grew up right um, or whatever it's not that it's about it's about the essence of who he is yeah. and f following him and encouraging you that um, what good is it? <laughs> Wrestled with this verse the other day. What good is it if a man gains the whole world and yet loses mm. his soul? Um, what good is it <clears throat> if we can stand before him and say, yeah, but I went to church my whole life. Yeah, I know, but did you lose your soul? Yeah, but I, I, was, I did so many good things. I know, but did you lose your soul? Yeah. 
So this morning, if this is one of your first times, kind of seeing you know God in action, in in conversation, or if it's one of the first times that you have sensed that you know what my life has been good, but it hasn't been everything that I've always felt like it should be, and you were realizing that it's just not a missing element, it's just not a missing component, but there's been a missing person, and it's been Jesus. We want to invite you this morning to ask him to come into your world, come into that life that you realize now has been missing a person, that you would invite him into your heart, into your mind, into the way that you approach your life, and you ask him not to just be a part of things, but to actually help you create the life that God has always intended you to, for you to have, which is birthed out of his love for you. So if you want to mm-hmm. join with us in that prayer today, Kyle's going to yeah. lead us in prayer, and we're just gonna, I'm going to echo what he yep. prays. And this, this is how you get not just to be with God for all of eternity, yes. but this is how you get the life that you have always realized you haven't been quite connected with, yeah. you get it not from doing something good for you. You do some. You do that. You get that life by becoming who you were always supposed to be, which is more like the God who made you. Yes. And this is who we're going to commune with in prayer now: the God who made all of us. Abundant life. That's what Jesus came as a kid. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord today, and believe in your heart that He died for you and rose again, mm-hmm. and that that was enough. That you can't add to the work of Jesus, you can't take away from the work of Jesus, but you can receive the work of Jesus. This is what we're going to do right here and right now. Let's just pray. Just say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. Here I am today. Here I am today. I've come to give you my life. I've come to give you my life. I'm holding nothing back. I'm holding nothing back. It's all yours. It's all yours. I'm asking you, Jesus. I'm asking you, Jesus. To be the Lord and Savior of my life. To be the Lord and Savior of my life. Forgive me of everything I've done wrong. Forgive me of everything I've done wrong. Cleanse me of my sins. Cleanse me of my sins. Make me your child. Make me your child. And fill me with your spirit. And fill me with your spirit. And I choose today. And I choose today. To live forever. To live forever. To give you glory. To give you glory. With everything I've got. With everything I've got. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. And amen. And amen. Hey, amen. It's a great day Woo. to have a birthday. I know. A Happy birthday. birthday. And if this is the first time that you have prayed that prayer and you want to say, man, I need, I need to understand it more. I need to understand who he is more. I need to understand that life that they were talking about. How can I connect with that life and that kind of love that they're talking about, that type of communion? We have a free book that we would love to send your way. There's going to be a link on whatever platform you're watching us on right now. And if you just send your name and your mailing address, the book is called the surprise of your life yes. and it's a free gift and we would love to send it your way it is an incredible read we get so much response so back awesome. about it uh, particularly on social media it's a book that we give away also through thy kingdom crumb and it will benefit your heart and your spirit i literally just saw uh, 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 test, you see that yeah, testimony that. last night on uh, yeah. on uh, thy kingdom crumb came in and said oh, i love this book the book's been so inspiring i actually give I give it away to give others. it away to others uh Hey, that, isn't, that, isn't that what this is about? Yes. You know, Christianity giving away to others. Um, today, we want to celebrate our birthday. And we want to celebrate uh, all that God has done for us uh, with, with giving um, and with our offerings, uh, with our tithe, with our offering, with just mm-hmm. their celebration. And, um, you know, today, you know, Jesus said, freely receive, freely give. 
freely you've received. We've received so much from Jesus, right? We can only even give back a portion of it. But when we give back our, our resources to him, our tithe to him, it's actually just another part of us saying, I trust you. I trust you. I'm in. It's, 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 a, it's a moment, D, where we have to uh, kind of bow uh, down a little bit and release control, bit, just yeah. like <laughs> these questions, release the control and, uh, and trusting our God uh, to do things that he's able to do. Right. You know, there on your screen, you're going to see a, a link there on our Linktree link uh, that you can be able to give. It's in the Instagram uh, bio as well. You can go to it right now. I want to encourage you to give. Usually on church birthday, we have a huge Heart for the House offering. This is a this is a, one of our biggest offerings of the year. Just kind of where people come, we give celebration. Why? Because it's a birthday. What do you do when you come to a birthday party? Yeah. You bring a gift. Uh, and uh, but you know this year we know where people are. We understand the circumstances we're in. So we didn't do Heart for the House offering. We know that people have been asking, can they still give gifts? Of course. This would be a great time to be able to do that. And I do want to be honest, Church. You know, uh, as at the longer that we have been away from in person. Uh, the, the more difficult um, giving has become for people. Uh, and, and we realize that. Um, but, you know, the truth is that your giving is already attached to lots of people's lives. People who are taking care of people in the house. People who are taking care of people out of the house and around the world. Um, and so your giving actually does matter. And it matters a whole lot. Yeah. So I want to thank you in advance for giving. Uh, and if you're giving a birthday gift today, thank you as well. We're yes. celebrating with you. Uh, yes. Whether this is your first birthday or for some of us, it's our 22nd birthday. Yeah. Hey, how about I sing us out? Come on. All right. Thank you, church, for being with us today. Thank you yes. for celebrating one another. We celebrate one another today. So. The Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. Lord, turn his face toward you and give you peace. We love you so much, church. Love you, church, so Thank much. Thank you for being here with us. Today. Yes. I pray that you feel the spirit of God in your homes today. And I feel I pray that you feel him surrounding you this week. Don't be afraid to have the conversations with God. He's ready, willing, and able to have them with you. And he loves you so much. Absolutely. So See you at chat room on us. Chat room. Tuesday at 7, Ford, shoulder to shoulders tonight. Yeah, 7 o'clock. And if you can't make any of that, we'll see you right back here next Sunday at 11. Yeah, we 